Hey friends, this is Pop Culture Makes Me Jealous, where we discuss pop culture through the lens of race or gender, and sometimes both. I'm your host, Julia Washington, and on today's show, we are discussing the original Parent Trap. The original Parent Trap was released in 1961 and stars Haley Mills, Maureen O'Hara, and Brian Keith. But before we dive in, let me introduce you to my guests. Yes, guests, plural. Carly Adams and Becca Montez are back, and you might remember them from 10 Things I Hate About You, She's All That, and our Can't Hardly Wait episodes. So if you haven't listened to those, once you're done with this one, head on over there to catch up because they are a delight. They are my friends in real life. I've known them for, well, since last century, and I'm so excited they are here. Welcome to the show, Carly and Becca. Thank you. For having us again. Again. Of course. It's like, you know, when you have friends where you're just like, oh, we should just be recorded because we just have the best conversations. Like, that's this category. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really back I'm like, I could totally carry my own unscripted reality TV show because <laughs> I am funny AF. But also the hijinks I get into. Right. On accident and also on purpose. Yeah, whereas if I was a reality TV show, it would be a whole lot of me laying in bed, going for a walk, and going to the grocery store. You would be you would be the low to my Lauren on the hill. Oh, yes. Oh. oh Which, yeah. like, low. Love her. Yeah. My yeah. show would be called Napping on the Couch with My Dog. Yes. Again? Yes, again. Oh. Yes, period. That's the... So let's do a quick read of the Google summary because this is a Disney classic. Here we go. Two identical twins, sisters separated at birth by their parents' divorce are reunited years later at a summer camp where they scheme to bring their parents back together. The girls, one of whom has been living with their mother and the other with their father, switch places after camp and go to work on their plan. The first objective being to scare off a gold digger pursuing their father. And I just feel like while that's accurate, it's very steeped in a lot of things that make me uncomfortable. Good job, <laughs> Google. <laughs> okay, so I couldn't actually find any reviews uh, at the time of the release of this film, which is kind of crazy. And before we started recording, Becca and I were like, like I even went, like I have a New York Times subscription specifically to get into their archives and I couldn't find shit. So I don't know, like maybe I got to page two of Google and I was like, I can't keep looking for this. I don't know. I don't know, whatever. The point is like the whole point of this show is to pull reviews from that time period i found a lot of reviews that were like oh we'll review this movie but it they wrote it in like 2000 that's not the point we need to know what so, the critics were saying at the time and i couldn't find shit <laughs> so i found stuff at the end but it's at the end of a wikipedia article so which is like, like yeah that's like me saying yeah i know for a fact that it happened because my friend tommy told my friend <laughs> right and, like, Tommy's cousin was totally there at the time. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um it said I was like, let me see. Yeah, it said it should be most appealing to adults as well as to children because the cheerfully persuasive dual performance of Haley Mills. That was Bosley, 
Crother of the New York Times. Well, where the fuck was that when I was looking at the New York Times website? Right? And then Variety, which I didn't even know Variety was around in 1960. Oh my God. Variety has been around since the dawning of the entertainment ages. It, said, it stated that the film was absolutely predictable from the outset. I mean, obviously. It's still a winner, <laughs> thanks to the performance of Mills. Um, I should have gone to Wikipedia. That's my problem is I don't Wikipedia. Washington Post. Charmingly lively, even though quote the terrain is familiar well but i tried to go back and look up like check those specific all those articles yeah you, like when you click on it it's like you think that if you're going to click on this it would take you to a link to the post right no, it takes you to the washington posts website page oh <laughs> that's irritating so how you we can't even verify we can't even verify it's so annoying i'm just gonna go find a reference library and they'll help me so i'm i'm gonna say that those quotes that i just said were hearsay um and unsubstantiated okay so since we have no reviews that are substantiated or vetted to go off of we're just gonna dive into the first question which is Tell me, please, about the first time you remember seeing this film. Oh. Because you guys are I, sisters, so did you see it together? Sisters. Honestly, I think, I think I remember either watching this at a grandparent's house. Okay. Maybe. Um, and I'm trying to think of which grandparent it would have been at. It would have been, like, one of our grandparents or at my great-grandma's house. Okay. But I think I remember us renting this because we didn't own it. I think yeah. I remember us renting it and then watching it. Because I don't that think is- Disney released it from the vault for home purchase until like. Oh, no. I think you had to have like either rented it or honestly, this might have been one of those movies that we saw on a rainy day in like second grade. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I feel like all of these live action Disney movies, they just like sold them to elementary schools. And we're like, please use these <laughs> when you don't have lesson plans, which like Morally, as a teacher, I'm like, really? It's, it's really? giving rainy Saturday night vibes. Yeah. Circa it's- being 10. Yeah. Yeah. It was giving me, I'm too young for how old this movie is. Oh, interesting. If that makes sense. Like, I mean, the, yes. movie, felt, the movie felt very vintage when I was younger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I probably watched it when it was like 30 years old. Yeah. And I feel mm-hmm. like it was always on ABC. Cause remember how they used to do like, movies and stuff yeah. all the time i feel like it was always on abc and Maybe like we like recorded it off the tv and then had it on a vhs that way maybe i know that i when i was younger i probably saw it like 10 times mm. but i don't specifically remember like the when first it started yeah like that's the thing with classic disney's it's like hard to pinpoint the memory of like when it all started mm-hmm. i think I think it also, it had to have been somewhere around the time of, for me, from what I remember, around the same time as Full House. Oh. Because I was obsessed with twins. Oh, because that I makes sense. Obsessed with the Olsen twins. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it was like, it might have just had like a resurgence around then. It was like, sure. Are you like twins? Watch these twins. Psych, they're not even twins. And you're like, what? Yeah. Oh. 
yeah. two actresses playing one character or one actress playing two characters. Two characters. Take your pick. <laughs> I yeah, I feel like it, it reminds me of uh, remember when the Olsen twins made all those movies mm-hmm. when they it were takes really two is my favorite. Yeah. Was Brother for Sale just a video or a whole movie? I can't remember. I can't remember. It's like a 45 minutes mm-hmm. short. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a two-parter. It I feel like all of that kind of runs together mm-hmm. in the same in my era. like same stream of consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, this version of the parent trap also runs like in a in the similar timeline as yeah. like, the 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 rise of the old yeah. yeah oh interesting yeah interesting you're like 91 92 i was like okay. seven eight years old that was and, like prime full house time and yeah. on the sibling kick around the same time that we were obsessed with the three ninjas yeah also i started following colt on instagram shut up i need you to immediately give me his handle sent it to you and then i was like would she care she yes care. deeply and then i was like do I D-? <laughs> and then i was like do i dm him to be like listen i host a show i love you uh, <laughs> and yes I love to have you on a thousand percent because three ninjas is like this and this is the thing that you and i that we i discovered about you later in life carly for all the years i've known you but like i too watched that movie in a way that irritated the family the series of movies because the series of movies yes yes yeah and like the actor that plays colt when he does appearances he paints his cult mask and like auctions them off i love that for him i will send you his handle i will send you his handle okay so things i learned about this movie from Haley mills novel memoir rather oh she it's based on a book i didn't know that oh that's that's like what it it leads with on wikipedia like this was this was not an original idea and i was like yeah isn't it like a like a German book? Yeah, because it but was like, in the credits. Titles for it. Cool. Yeah. Okay. As an adult, I read credits, but as a ten-year-old, like absolutely not. Like not reading the credits. It was in especially, the credits, especially in the sixties when the sixties and earlier when all of the credits for everybody who's ever touched this film is in the beginning rather than the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Just, what? So go ahead. The novel or the. Uh, Memoir. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. she so Maureen O'Hara was supposed to be top billing, but with the success of Pollyanna, the studio decided after the fact. So Maureen O'Hara su- signed and did this film because she's like, Yes, I am a star, and you will make sure that my name is the biggest name ever. Pollyanna blows up because Haley Mills gets a uh, like a six or seven year uh, picture deal with Disney. So he she has to do a movie a year until she's like 18 because that's what the contract is. Pollyanna is the first one. Not problematic at all, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Hugely, right. Hugely successful, more successful than I think they than she, she says than they think they realized it would be. So in post, they decide to make her top billing. Haley Mills and Haley Mills, blah, blah, blah. So Maureen O'Hara finds out at the premiere. But what about her Irish temper? 
and God. is like less than thrilled about it. That's factoid number one. The other factoid I learned was that when they filmed it, they would put something like over the lens and where she would be. So that way they'd film everything with Sharon if it, they had a dual scene and have like split the lens in half blocking it out and then do it again and split the other side and that's how they were able to get like her in the shot as both characters and then she also kind of commented on like the stand-in and how the stand-in is clearly not her and it took watching it this time for me to actually realize like oh yeah that is a completely different girl <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> like the back shots of her like or like the wigs or so she had it she talked about the wigs too and I as a kid I had no idea they were wigs and this time I was like oh these wigs are awful they're so yeah. bad but we're also watching everything in like 4k which is not a thing that they thought of in 1961 so it looks really bad <laughs> yeah like when they filmed this it would be like the equivalent of me watching it without my glasses from right of like 300 feet mm -hmm. yeah like this squinting a little bit it was like bangs, yeah. picture quality they thought and now it's like super close yeah the bangs on the short hair situation made me sad it's so bad the short hair is so bad the long hair was bad all of the hair in the movie is bad guys i can't stand any of the hair in the movie really i love marino hair's hair i love marino hair's hair before she cuts it oh really i loved her updo yes that chignon is so sleek uh, can we talk about how her dad straight up negged her? I know, right? Like, like yeah. sure you're when he that? like winks exactly. at you're Sharon or Susan. Yeah, I was telling Corey and I watched it together and we we're like, did grandpa just neg his daughter right now into Are you like, gonna wear that on the plane? Like, oh, I love how you can just wear anything. <laughs> I love that you feel so confident to just wear anything. <laughs> dated styles he might as well just said old lady frocks you know but i mean she did dress like her mom but she also was her mini mom yeah i mean like boston high society right like that's a real thing like yeah. that is very clear and then so when in the scene when he's when uh the dad's trying to comfort um vicky and like she's a mom she's had two kids she's like old lady blah and then she comes out like this fantastically hot woman and vicky's yeah. like uh what i know it's... vicky in her dumb jacket and like she had vicky the beautiful who... like off the shoulder yep and vicky who um the actress is 27 in this film yeah. and reprises her role as in the 1998 version with Lindsay lohan yeah, as as the mom of what's her face of, the new uh, one of Dennis Quaid's uh love interest. I forget oh my her, gosh. I forget her character name. Julie, it's not Julie Richardson, it's her sister. The one who's passed. No, no, no. Like she oh, is oh 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 okay of the quote gold digger. Like Vicky comes back as the and her name is oh, Vicky in the 1998 version. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I never I never noticed that. She's like, hey, pet, you can call me Aunt Vicky. <laughs> that line makes me so uncomfortable every time but it's the same actress that's hilarious. good on disney that's yeah. great yes disney is good like that because in the freaky Fri friday Lindsay lowen version they brought back 
um Boris from the original one from 1977 to yeah. be to have a quick cameo in the 2003 so they'll throw him a bone okay let's get into the plausibility of this concept right so like we have these two twins who are separated essentially at one year old because their parents can't get along and so the parents decide we'll never tell the other one that they have a twin sister identical twin sister and then the girls meet and they're like oh my god you are my twin sister i've always wanted to meet mummy i've always wanted to meet daddy and then switch places like let's talk about this plausibility of this so the one thing that i find least i mean and then they fall in love then mummy and daddy fall in love we have to throw that in there it works obviously yeah clearly um I think the thing that I have the biggest problem with, and I understand that like, yes, it was a different time period. Mm-hmm. And the idea of co-parenting is so different now than it was back then. Oh, it didn't exist back then. Co-parenting no. did not exist back then. The, honestly, the thing that I found least, least plausible was the fact that they split them up. Like what court system is going to be like, yeah, you take one and you take the other. Because she literally says, well, legally, Sharon belongs to me. me. Yeah. 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 And it was like, that was, it was so. Because I mean, it says on your birth certificate, if you're a single or a multiple. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, I was just like this. There were so many questions that were not asked. When the parents found out and they're like, I hope you're not mad. And the parents are like, no, 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 no. Like we were like, they're like, oh yeah, let's no, nobody's mad. No one's mad at anyone here. And no one has anything uh, to no, anything to apologize about. Let's just move on. Like, let's just cross this over. We don't need therapy about that. This. Is, okay. That is like, to me, that was a very waspy response. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have any ethnic parent and it's like, you did what? (laughs) Yeah. Like, could you, could you imagine eloping? Because that's what it is. They eloped. They switched places and went to the opposite side of the country. Yeah. The opposite side of the country to be with essentially a stranger that they've never met before. Never met. Never met this man. That they don't know that they haven't maintained a relationship with because it sounds like in the movie that they weren't even contacting the other parent. Just like no communication. Like we took our things and yeah. we left and we have no contact about each other at all. Because like in the movie, it's like, oh well, I heard that she's she was a drunk and moved to Spain, Spain and married. Yeah. Yeah. It was like like, where did you hear that from? Yeah, yeah. How did you hear that? Because obviously you're living on some ranch outside of Monterey, just taking portraits, smoking cigarettes. Yeah, it's like a camel ad big time. I, mean, I was like, she's going I'm not to mad like, at Brian Keith in those jeans. Casso exhibition and can't miss the meeting with the Red Cross. You know, it's the Red Cross. You know, you know, I can't miss the meeting you with the Red Cross. It's very, very important. Yes. I thought it was, it, that was the weirdest thing that like, it would be like, well, clearly nobody's ever going to ask any questions. And like, we, even when the girls talk about it, they're like, well, I asked 
like I asked them about it. I was asking too many questions. So it was like either he took away the picture, like he had a picture of her before. Right. Asked too many questions. And so he put it away. Right. And she's she's like, she's like, yeah. What's interesting to me also is just how much like this can only exist in the 20th century and a very specific part of the 20th century. 100%. I like how it's like, um, the first phone call isn't a phone call. The first phone call is Western Union. Right. Like, can I get Western Union? And I was like, what? Alexander Graham Bell, 3 a.m. And everyone's like, don't you pay by the letter? Like, yes. Yeah. I was like, don't think of a shorter code. AGB. I just feel like I would be like, I'm I'm risk adverse generally anyway. So if they're like, let's, if my twin that I suddenly discovered was like, let's switch places. And I'm the one who grew up in Boston with my mother. I'd be like, I'm not going with a strange man. <laughs> 100%. Also, yeah. um, isn't that identification fraud? Like you're just hopping on a flight across the country with someone else's ID. No, like you it, didn't check IDs back then. You, you just had a boarding pass and that was it. Yeah. But all I could think about was like in like a post 9-11 oh, uh-huh. society. That's like another, like what is, that's probably like a felony. Yeah. Well, on yeah. Top of everything else. Identity theft is a felony for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's consensual, like you're still, it's forgery. Listen, yes. Gossip Girl OG taught me that it doesn't matter if it was in, a quick jest situation it's a felony no matter what girls yeah, reckon of felonies and it's really true testament to being like 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 people not really seeing twins as anything other than twins like i think identical twins still look different they do i um, feel i feel like the saving grace when sharon no when susan went to sharon's house was that she had the haircut yeah. So I feel like everyone was concentrating on the haircut. Like, oh my gosh, you've been gone all summer and this crazy haircut. And then probably like it was easier for her to like mask. London. Yeah. And then the other one was just that he was just distracted by You could just argue yeah. that he's a man and doesn't pay attention to his child, and I would accept it. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, oh, you're my kid. Hey, kid's back. Yeah. Go yeah. get a snack. And it's Verbenia who's like, something's different. And then grandpa, you can tell grandpa at the very beginning, he was just like, that's not her. Something's wrong. But it was like, also the amount of time, like in my mind, I was like, there's no way that they wouldn't be able to tell. Like these girls are 13. Right. I had a kid who I saw, the last day I saw him was like June sixth or something like one of the last days of school and then I saw him this last week and when I tell you when he left school he was shorter than me and now he is as tall as my bun this right three inches in eight weeks and like he does look he looks like a different person yeah so like, it is completely reasonable to think like oh well over like five or it was like the camp was five weeks but I, I think travel time to get there yeah in a week total there and back you know what I mean like two days to get there two days to come back so it's like six weeks six weeks at 13 like you got boobs like she she might have come back with like a pimple and you're like that could make a face look different yeah that's true hair is different like because hair grows out it's not like she got got a haircut when she was there yeah 
and then like suntan, like mm-hmm. she looked completely different. The thing that you can't mask, that accent. The accent and then also like what you're capable of doing because one of them is a very good piano player and the, the other, other one has never lived with a mother. <laughs> right? right. She didn't have verbena. Right. But there's still like, like there's a line that the one who grew up in California says, she's like, I miss not having a mother. Yeah. Like, it's, a matter of, like it's like a matter of etiquette. Like, yeah. It's the, not like she was like growing up in a barn. I mean, obviously she was very well off in California. Yeah. But, but there is like, it's they're ranch wealthy. You know what I mean? So it's like, you have a level of freedom that doesn't exist in Boston. Yeah. But also in Boston, she had like access to like so many more. You guys, this does not have to do with racism. This is taking things to a lighthearted thing. But did you notice that at the dance, the music in the background for like the one song that they did was Let's Get Together? Yes. As if that was like a hit on the radio. But it's clearly the girls singing it. It's not like a different version. That was um, a a movie original. Yes. That that song was written specifically for that movie. I did notice that, but it's like, so the the version of Haley Mills singing it, that's what we're projecting at the camp. Yeah. Cool. Also, can Um, we talk about how the boy who's supposed to be like the stone cold fox has zero interpersonal skills? Like, oh, Adam's family had more appeal like I generally am attracted to a lot of things since as a since being a child right like there's movies in Disney that never once like he's the only love interest in a Disney movie that I've ever seen in my entire life since my sexual awakening at 11 where I was like not into it (laughs) and I feel like maybe maybe I'm going to give Disney the benefit of the doubt. And they're like, listen, we're going to cast you, but we also need you to be very forgettable. So yes, this movie is not gonna, about you. <laughs> not about you. I honestly think it wasn't even a casting. I think it was like something where like, oh, an- man, this kid has to have like two lines. Which of the extras in the background? California is the best wow. on film. That's neat. Who has the least <laughs> accent. All right. Also, Thank you, tall guy. It's you. Also, this is just a criticism of how the scene was done. But as soon as the song ended, I know that they needed like people to be lingering, but it was like song ends. Everyone like drops and like goes towards the door. Like now outside we right. go. Like, right. Just like, all right, guys. Just Wait, like also, I, I think back then they didn't do what they do now. What they do now when they're filming scenes like that is there is no music on. They add the music in post. I think they were actually playing the music. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Either way, it's very robotic. Either way, but it's the best. Exactly like a junior high dance. If you think like music's over, I'm out. Right. But also the best part about the dance scene is when they're outside and the girls cut the back of her dress off as revenge for like messing up their cabin stay out of our cabin (laughs) like they were like so sassy like we told you like we got you back bitch now everyone saw your stupid underwear yeah it wasn't even underwear wasn't it bloomers it was like full-on bikini i think they had like the bloomer like fluffies right i feel like that's just how underwear was back then i think that's just how underwear was back then yeah somebody named mother will text me and confirm when she listens to this episode (laughs) well actually because you know my dad's
You've heard me talk about my artwork on the show, but what you might not have known is I started painting in 2020 as a way to cope and spent a year working with watercolor painting people. But then I started painting cards because I realized how much I love sending cards, but hated trying to sift through card aisles of big stores. I couldn't find anything that would capture the feelings I was going for. I even started putting my designs on tote bags and glassware. Then I got into candle making. Most of my work is literary inspired, designed for those bookish, pun loving folks. And now I've opened a shop where you can see most of these designs. Since everything is handmade, there's a lot of one of a kind items. When you purchase one of my items, you are purchasing a small piece of original artwork that you can send to a friend or frame at your home. So head on over to JuliaWashingtonProductions.com to check it out. Shipping is currently only available in the U.S. Or you could click the link in our show notes. Have you heard of silent reading parties? Well, the Jelly Pops Book Club is now hosting our very own silent reading party called The Reading Salon. We meet at a local business, order drinks and snacks, then read for an hour or so. And then after the reading time is over, you can stick around and talk with fellow book lovers about what you're reading or what authors you love or what books are your favorite. Purchasing a ticket gets you into the party, but a VIP ticket gets you a bag full of book-themed goodies. To learn more about the reading salon, click the link in the show notes. Come for the reading, stay for the friends. I want to get into who your favorite twin is. I hate both of them equally. Really? (laughs) I like, at the beginning, I like Sharon. At the end, I like Susan. Okay. That makes sense. Because mm-hmm. I think, I think Susan instigates everything at the camp. I find her very problematic. Like I was, what? Her- girl has my, you're the new girl who came in. Like, why do you have my face? Like, just lookalikes, you- ma'am. Just felt- lookalikes. It seems I like felt it like it was started. That was the weird thing. It was like, cause you know, summer camp usually it's like, okay, so there's two sessions. There's like first section. Yeah. Well, sometimes you stay for both. But I think sometimes in these different camps, like it could be like, oh, I'm going to do these three weeks or like people can come in and out. I never went to sleepaway camp. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, this is what I've gleaned from stories. I stories only went to church camp. But, yeah, I was um, say, church camp. Let's talk about church camp. I know that very well. Let's <laughs> not. Right. I don't want to. It is, it is just underwear. Fact check. I needed to fact check live <laughs> time. Oh my god, <laughs> Becca. In my mind, I was like, they look like bloomers. Um. Yeah, I felt like Susan was very mean at the very beginning, and Sharon was just like, I felt bad for Sharon because. Sure. You figure Susan, like, especially looking back, like Susan grew up outdoors, like going to camp where you're like actually sleeping inside and eating hot food and not eating trout all day long. Like, yeah, their camping situation is like my worst nightmare. Like here's a tent that's like, that has no protection from the elements. Cause I don't know, zippers didn't exist back then or something. (laughs) Um, yeah. And then you have Sharon who like, literally lived in like a Boston townhouse and had a chauffeur and like probably hadn't been outdoors much at all yeah she has this person who's just like and she probably doesn't have very good interpersonal skills I'm thinking if I was that rich she probably goes to private school like Mm -hmm. she like has just like a very like privileged yeah 
posh existence. So yeah. She- I love how much sympathy you have for her. You're like, listen, she's rich. Okay. It's hard for <laughs> her. Even, it's I don't, hard I out here for a rich bitch. Have, I think she just didn't have like the same emotional or social maturity. As sure. She I felt like all so the friends were really instigating yeah like the bunk mates i felt like it would yeah. but i feel like it's just that age like just that girl like, has your face yeah like that uh, was very like do about it like yeah okay. yeah did you have a favorite twins carly i liked i think growing up i liked susan because she was the california girl mm-hmm. but like i mean us. they're both obviously english so yeah yeah Yeah. like that's why i like sharing because she like plays piano i play piano like yeah and when you if you read Haley mills memoir she really does kind of get into like it's so random it's completely random how she gets discovered her father's a film actor also her mother's a writer and like just the way she talks about how like disney literally handpicked her out of like because she was in a movie with her dad and like like somebody saw it and disney was like get me that girl and then six picture deal like what like it's so like a thing that you a a way that you're discovered that you don't hear of happening anymore yeah Yeah. like like the sofia vergara i got discovered on a beach in uh in colombia kind of thing it's like yeah it's like it's it's so random and then i didn't know she was british until i started learning factoids about her i don't know how long ago because remember she was the original teacher on saved by the bell that was supposed to be called you know good morning miss bliss yes um and even then i didn't realize that she was british because there was like a part of our culture for a long, long time where that upper crust society, the blue blood society <laughs> still had that sort of refined quasi British accent, mm-hmm. but with an American affect, you yeah, know? I, so it was like, is, is what like posh people sounded like, <laughs> but her mom didn't. Yeah. That's what I was, mean, yes. you know, or grandpa they but the but they tried right like when you watch Maureen O'Hara act and other things like that's like it's a little different like she's trying to have that upper crust Maureen Mm O'Hara is also Irish and she moved here in her teens yeah but I think she got rid of her Irish accent like I think they like watered that out like hard to get it hard to get rid of that but I think though that they did because in that era, there's no way they would have hired oh, her no, she if she had. And I don't think they would have let her ha- have done interviews with an Irish accent back then. Like the Irish animosity was strong in the 20th yeah, I mean, century. They even put a line into the movie about it, right? <laughs> when he paper? her Irish, I was like, uh, um, no, sir, no, sir. Can like you talk about how they. Like, why are you guys getting back together? You literally talk about how you fight all the yeah, time. You fight you each other. Fully domestic abuse. Like, it was instant. As mm-hmm. like the second they were in the same room, it's just like, like I love the way she held her fist to punch him. You're just like, ma'am, you're gonna break your wrist. <laughs> I was also like, wait, is this self defense? Like, why do you feel the need to physically protect yourself? Like, right. Does this man have a temper? What's going on here? Yeah, Yeah. is he just deflecting his temper as your temper? Because men like to tell us we're emotional, but really they're the ones that are. Yeah, I was like, I, I think you guys made the right decision. I think you should have stayed separated and 
there was no need to get back together. Also, can you go a day without being with someone, sir? Yeah, right? He's like, like oh, Verbena's not here tonight? I'm going to go wash Hundred. He was like, hmm. <laughs> Guess the coast is clear. Like, wh- like what is Verbena? He's like, and by the way, I'm going out tonight. He's like, She's like, where's your girlfriend? He's like, oh, that's not going to work out. She's like, well, I gave the housekeeper the day off. He's like, sick, let's do it. Like, (laughs) what? We'll lock the girls in their room. It's going to be great. (laughs) You were going to get married tomorrow. 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 You know, you can go shave your back. But I do love how he's like, hey, you don't like my kids. You got to get the fuck out. But also, but he didn't. He did. He just said like, well, just like oh, one. Maybe like, I'm getting it confused with the 1998 version. Because in this no. one, he was like, hey, that's uncalled for. And then she like storms off. That's oh, like that's the right. only, he says like one thing. After, and I think it was after like, she slapped her. She slapped yeah, her. Yeah, do you guys yeah. share more, everything? And they're like, more they're abuse. Like everything. And she's like, share this smack. And you're just like, what? More abuse. Uh, also, so Julie and I talked about this before the recording starts. Carly, how old do you think Maureen O'Hara and Brian Keith are at the time of filming? Just ballpark. That's an excellent question. Given <laughs> that they gave that 27-year-old some icy, icy highlights, I honestly, I couldn't tell you if they're 50 <laughs> or 30. I don't know. Also, because I didn't think she looked that much younger right them like, like they said she I looks was, like a child and I was like then why does she look like why is she on my grandma's hair color? why does she look like a grown-ass woman then I yeah. was floored when I found out she was 20s that actress was 27 when she when okay. this movie came out her skin so, is beautiful but is it's beautiful, the hair because yeah. we all associate that hairdo with with our that. grandparents uh-huh. because they loved it in the 60s and just held on tight yep no so, offense Carmen you had great hair Carly Marino O'Hara at the time of release was yeah. 41 years old when the movie was released. So I'm guessing they filmed like a year before, a year and a half before. Just so we're the same age. Same yeah. age as like Not- me. So we're all the same age as Maureen O'Hara in this movie. (laughs) So that tracks because I definitely feel like an adult in the same way that she is. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't. You depend on your parents. No, I 100% don't. You were kidding and I missed it. I've never, I don't know if I've. I've them for generational wealth. I get that. uh, I, I think I might have looked that glamorous like one day. I did in my 20s, if you both will recall, I tried very hard to be yeah. like the hot mommy in the pencil skirt situation who was had her shit together. Meanwhile, the truth was, is I was just hiding my real self, That's <laughs> which is called your like 20s overalls and wild hair. <laughs> How old was just- Brian Keith? A year younger than Maureen O'Hara. Yeah. Also the same age as Maureen O'Hara. like garbage. Oh, he looks he so looked- much- smoking i thought he was in his like mid to late 50s with that face Mm -hmm. i mean i didn't use sunscreen back then that's true there's no sunscreen and a lot of smoking i mean yeah because just the casual smoking vicky is doing throughout this entire film and this film is deemed as a family film like things we were things that were normal when you and I were kids yeah, that would never exist now for my child or that your was, children, Becca. That was like, the warning for the film. It was smoking. 
Yeah, it was like tobacco use. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that's I'm it. Yeah, because then when you look at Vicky in the 1998 version, you're like, ma'am, you're 37 years older at this point, and you look like you're 50 years older. Yeah. Which is shitty to be like judging her about her parents, but like again, the casual smoking of the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, yeah. even in the 80s, like it's just like this is what we do. You wanted water, you know, like, I got you a cigarette. The scene where grandpa is just negging his daughter in the bedroom while she's packing, and he's just like dangling his cigarette like this in his hand. Like, let me just get the ashes. Oh off yeah, because because like what doesn't down on the floor. Doesn't the twins say, I want to, I'm making a memory. I want to remember what you smell like. You smell like peppermint and tobacco. Tobacco. I also really liked that scene. It reminded me of my grandfather, although he didn't smoke. Yeah, I have to admit, I I watched that, that scene wrecks me a little bit because I, and also my grandfather's birthday just passed. So mm, it was definitely yeah. like a moment, but I do love that scene where she's like, I'm making a memory. And I you're know. just like, I'm crying now. <laughs> yeah. Cause but you yeah, are I, dead. You are truly dead. Well, like every, well, I was looking, I was like, damn, everybody that was in this movie is dead. Like for a while. Except for Haley Mills. She's kind of, yeah, so, you know why? Cause she's living her best life. Have you seen her partner? She pulled, she pulled a Brian Keith. Oh, I love that. younger than her. Oh, I love that. I love that. Can we talk about, like, I know we talked about it a little bit, but let's like specifically get into how this film ages. Mm. Super racist. (laughs) Okay. Super racist. Carly, why don't you kick us off? (laughs) It was just like, just the plot of being, of the, the adults not telling the children anything about their parent that they have a sibling that their sibling is a twin that they exist just keeping everything from each other and just being like nope 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 nope, nope. like that's generational trauma <laughs> yeah it's so weird and then the fact that they're Talks like don't that. be mad at us for tricking you and they're like we we will not be mad at you for tricking us because that is who tricked who and you know what don't worry about it let's just move on like i just found that to be insane and then there was so much there was just so much abuse it was just like i i understand that things are a different time but like i i felt very uncomfortable with like all the hitting i'm like everybody please stop it stop it it. a lot of abuse and it was a lot of abuse that like it seemed like oh no but this seems kind of normal and it was like yeah, like when, when the mom's like, you, this one, Sharon, go upstairs and then like spanks her to go up the stairs to change. And you're just yeah, like, I was like, okay. is that really the way we should handle that? At the very end, when the parents get together and he's like, you can clock me anytime. And she says, okay. Yeah. And then they hug. <laughs> and that's like their last line. I was like, what the fuck? Is that like, supposed to be romantic? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. You know what I don't want? To be hit ever. Yeah. You know what? I don't want to be in a relationship where my partner thinks that I'm going to hit that. That yeah. it's the hypocrisy for me because there's a line when like Vicky says to Mitch, like, well, she's not going to do what you say, just spank her. And he straight up says like, you can't do that to a 13 year old. Right. I wonder if it's one of those movies 
this is not i did not indoctrinate my child with Haley mills movies because that was a thing that was like my mom was like we're gonna watch pollyanna we're gonna watch parents like we watched Haley mills growing up um a lot but i did not in turn view them with my child and i don't know why that is but now watching it i'm just like i don't think that he would find i don't know i don't know i'm just making an assumption well, i don't think that he would find enjoyment in a Haley mills movie in the way that we did with the era in which we are in i think also we watched Haley mills movies because our mom watched Haley mills movies right because that was her mirror right like yeah because in like the mirror, in 1960- that's Haley mills when you're yeah. here that's Haley mills like and she's that was like who she wanted to be that was like Cause that's the right demo. Cause in 1961, Haley Mills, I think was like 13 or 14 years old. So she's like the right. Yeah. Like we want kids. That's it. Right. Like that's the, and my mom was the only girl in the family. She had four brothers. So I think there's something of an appeal about Haley Mills films, especially parent trap and Pollyanna for girls who maybe don't have like, other girls yeah okay so what they're both isolated both twins are seem to be like super isolated super isolated which is crazy and like what are we doing for their education like does susan even know how to read do we know she knows how to so she need to know how how to read she's just gonna be rich and live on a ranch also how does mitch have that money because he's a cattle rancher I know, but is that the only reason why he has that money? How did he get that money in the first place? Is I'm that gonna... the only reason why they were able to get together? Also, why think... did they get together in New York? Like, what was he doing in New York? Can I get a pre? I actually, okay, I did want the backstory, I want backstory. as well, because it didn't line up. Yeah. No. Because, like, if the first date at no. a basement in New York City, then why do you live in Boston? Why does he live in California? Also, where did it seems like they both lived in California? Because the housekeeper. The house, yeah. And like the house, it's like been there for a while. It's very established. Like it's so good to see you, Verbena. Like Verbena's obviously been there the entire time. Yeah. So it was like, was it just like a random fling? Like she just like moved to California, like, and then went back to Boston. Was like, was was the whole thing was weird. Here's where I'm Um, at. I just assumed that the ranch has been in the family and he had the obligation because it's his turn to run it. Yeah. And same with her, but in Boston. Mm. Yeah, they both have like their... And the cultural clashes yeah. are the reasons why they can't stay together because she's this polished East Coast socialite and he's, you know, put me on a horse and send me into the wilderness. I want to tell you my three three quick thoughts. Okay. And then, absolutely. Number one, my theory is that they are both Libras because sometimes Libras clash. Sure? I dated a Libra once and two Libras together. No bueno. Yeah. Just a clash. Not yeah. meant to be. Stay away from each other. It's like Pisces. Libra? Pisces can't date Pisces. Is there a water sign? Is I don't know. I don't it's, know. It's it's a balance. Yeah. I don't know anything other than that. Point um, two. Two, my two biggest qualms with this movie that are minimal, but bugged me. Number one. Why does your main bathroom, why is your main bathroom a Jack and Jill right. room when you have this like giant sprawling home? I understand two guest rooms with a Jack and Jill, but that's not how the room was set up. That doesn't make any sense to me. Number two. Number three. Baby bear clubs. Oh yeah. Number three. Baby bear cubs are the most 
dangerous things to find in the wilderness. Because their mom's behind them. Their mom's behind them about ready to protect them. Ooh. That was minimized so much. Baby bears, they wouldn't hurt a fly. They won't. But you know who will? Their mom. Their mom is two steps <laughs> their behind. 400 pound mother. And you just led a trail of honey. Yeah. To kill this mean woman, but also, doesn't deserve a bear death. Right. Why did they leave all of their food out? Yeah, that's the other thing. Like now we're getting into logistical stuff. So anybody who I lives saw anywhere, the great outdoors. Yeah, anybody who lives anywhere where there's wilderness, like we did it too when we'd go to the cabin. Like you couldn't even leave the trash cans outside because like oh raccoons God. or bears or what yeah. have you. You tie that food way up high. Way up high. And now we're seeing this rash for those of who aren't in Northern California. Now we're seeing this new breed of bear who's like doesn't give a fuck and will figure out how to get the fuck in your house. Yes. <laughs> They're breaking in entering. This was like 60 years of evolution be- ago. So like I think bears probably could have evolved over the last 60 years. Yeah. Like 60 years of constant interaction with humans. Yeah, because we, we are careless. Like we got lazier. Yeah. yeah. They got smarter. We got lazier. Hence why they are now comfortable breaking and entering. <laughs> They're like, honestly, you can't phase me. Like There's nothing- you're the idiot who left the door unlocked. I'm walking in. <laughs> so I guess I'm, our consensus is this movie doesn't age well. No. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Can you share who your favorite character is? Pecky. Pecky's your favorite? Yeah. Okay. Um, going back to the, it doesn't age well. How do you guys feel about the term jipped? Uh, negative. <laughs> I was like, nope, you don't stop stop like, it you got gypped you got what i'll repeat it we got no. gypped. <laughs> it was like i, oh, I no like, what? Fact, like gypsies yeah 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 traveling people right i and mean no i know why i know why but like yeah but i'm like, just saying like yeah it was like anti-irish but also anti right. being like the same racist thread yeah like, yeah underlying racism classic disney <laughs> My favorite character is the Reverend. Oh my God, the Reverend is <laughs> the wink. so good. The wink at the end. Why yeah. did he ever let her go? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, this is quite out of the everyday. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I, I hope you, I like. Thank you. Mitch says to him, like, I, I don't suppose I could persuade you to have a celebratory drink with us. And he's like, bourbon. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Like bourbon two fingers on the yeah yeah he's like all right it's like uh, okay. a very specific drink order it wasn't like a whiskey it wasn't a rye it was like like he knew exactly what he wanted i do I love talking. bourbon on the rocks personally know, but i'm also not a reverend and i like how when he <laughs> saw her he had to adjust his collar he was just i like, know it's like they were telling us that there was problems with the church without directly saying it right yeah, but like also like it was a reverend it wasn't like it was like an Anglican church. Yeah, it, there's still problems in in the church. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trust me, there's problems with that one too. There's issues with that one too. The but Catholic church just like, gets a lot of attention. Magnificent woman. I don't know how he ever let her go. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so good. What about my, you, Carly? My favorite's the housekeeper because Verbenia. I have been saying like my whole life, like, I think I said it maybe a week ago. I'm like, I don't say a word, not one, not one single, single word. word. <laughs> <laughs> Except that 
Except when I say all the words. All the words, yeah. not one it's single word. <laughs> no, I think so she... we all love characters that were none of the main ones. <laughs> but I also feel like all the characters we like were also in like a million other movies. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Like the Reverend played the Reverend in a lot of different Disney movies. And I also well, feel like Becky and... was a ranch hand in probably a million Westerns. And Disney honestly, movies. like find me a cowboy who's not conservative take me away (laughs) yes because that i've realized is what i want like i need like you want like a little like a lumberjack guy yeah but also not i want like like so we need to take it to like a version that doesn't threaten my existence so like a li- we need to go to like a liberal lumberjack existence. convention so you need like a juno alaska you need like a capital city sure i just need one who's like he's got his levi's on you know also, he's like got his little cowboy hat that's been worn because it's like it's to the worn- NAACP every year correct Yes, because I'm a member, so you need to support the things that I'm into, you know? Like, I think that's what, like, I didn't realize that until watching it this time around, because there was a couple scenes, too, where Brian Keith was like, oh, fuck, I think I have a cowboy fetish. (laughs) After he falls in the lake and his shirt's all wet. Or when when he unbuttons his shirt to go get in the shower. Like that's the most sexual thing I've ever seen. So do you, I don't, I don't know if you guys, so I listen to Brett Goldstein's podcast from time to time films be buried with, and he has this one question where it's like, what's the sexiest film you've seen? And in that moment, I was like, shit, if I got interviewed tomorrow, I would say this movie mm-hmm. because that scene should not be as hot as it is. Oh, and you're <laughs> a shirt and you're like, bitch you know that like, sound that's a smoke show but it was like zaddy you know that that sound on uh instagram where it's like fuck <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like music like um can we also talk about in that scene when he goes in the bathroom and he like looks at the bra and he's like what is this no it's also- not even what is this it, for me it was a what did I do last night? It seemed like it seemed like a slutty recollection to me. Like mine was like, is my daughter? Mine was like, is my is daughter my- old enough to have a bra like this? Like oh, I'm not ready for that. Because that's clearly like- a woman's bra, and yeah. kudos to her for it being that white. Like, damn, ma'am, I am impressed. Yeah. I thought it was blue. That's the bathroom's blue. The bra's white. It's the like white. The bra's thing. white, but it's like a lacy white. But the bathroom's blue. But it like it's so crisp, Pristine. white that I'm like, this is a brand new bra because all of us who have ever owned a white bra have never had it. Doesn't matter how much we clean it. No, <laughs> it is color of tea. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Hundred percent. But I figured she got it from the New York shopping trip. So I was oh, like, let me get this straight. Yeah. Chunks. You bought some new underwear in New York. <laughs> With the intention of coming back and getting with your ex. Ah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. But like well, she's not wearing a bra in any of the dresses because she's free balling a lot in that movie. Like there's a lot of un unholstered. Unholstered. I don't un- know un- if I can tell in the like difference. The, in like the off the shoulder. It No strapless? You don't think she was wearing like a bustier? 
no the 60s like well the er early 60s i feel like especially like it might have been like like one of those corseted things yeah like a bustier like but like it was like so loose i don't think there was a whole lot of cup shape with bras in the 60s other than let's make them pointy yeah (laughs) yes like because you know now we have all of this like toning situation like cups that are thicker that like kind of help shape it you know what I mean the shape I feel like that's the shape they were going yeah that cone shape but like it's (laughs) just fabric right like there is no structure to it yeah I don't know okay final question (laughs) keeping us on track I'm trying I'm trying you're doing great now that we okay now that we've had the remake from 1998 which was i don't even know how long ago because i don't math that way anymore which was fantastic like you cannot argue 61's good 98's good whatever do you think it is possible to do this concept this movie now if yes explain what we would have to do to change things what have you if no you have to explain why not who wants to go first? I, Carly, go ahead. Carly okay. raised her hand. Sorry, Becca. <laughs> so I think it's, I think we can do it. It's if I, if I math correctly, I think it's about 25 years. So that's enough time, I think, to do a new one. Here's what I think they should do instead of, oh no, I already found a hole in my plot. We'll tell I got about way. holes in your plot. No, no it, do, it doesn't matter. The hole's so stupid that it, it can't. Now no. I need to know. I was just thinking the only way that you could really do it is if the girls were like adopted. Mm. So then maybe it wouldn't be like the parents getting back together. Maybe they just decide that their parents are parents good need for to each be other. Like sister, sister. Yes. Yeah. Like a sister, sister situation. Yeah. Because ethically, that's really the only way we can go here. Because yeah. what court, if they made this film in 2025, so that means 2012. What court in 2012 would be like, yeah, go ahead, take one. No, 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 100% no. So I, I think it would have to be a closed adoption situation, mm-hmm. but I don't even think they would split up twins. No, I like the only, yeah, the only I don't thing think, that I could think of. And I don't think closed adoptions happen anymore. Oh, I could be wrong. Somebody could let us know I if I'm wrong. Certain, I think in certain states you're still you're still able to do a closed adoption. okay okay like it varies by state i i could see a version of this happening okay i think it would have had to have been the hard part is the the reasons why someone would allow two twins to be separated and yeah. live with parents yeah. are the same reasons why those parents should not be together 100%. that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but also it would be like the same compelling reason why one or the other parent shouldn't have had adopt custody of that child mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you could argue like oh well you know one parent was like this and so they shouldn't be trusted with both kids and it was like but then they shouldn't have been trusted with one yeah, yeah. it's kind of an it's like it's like it, it's impressive that we could redo this movie in 1998 because the 80s were still kind of wild 
right so like there's and they're they're younger in the 98 version i think they're 11 Uh so it's not too much younger but it's still younger but like now it's like how is it like how much suspension of disbelief do you have to do to make it work one two then are you catering to a theatrical release like these two movies were or are you catering to a streaming release where you can just do whatever the fuck you want because it's streaming and the chances are no one's gonna see it I would, if they were going to redo this, I would want to see one real twins. I don't want the same kid twice. Mm. I want real twins that are switched. Okay. One, one request. Like, give me the Sprouse brothers. Okay. Not well, I would say, well, they're like 32. So <laughs> have them be the parents. <laughs> we're suspending that disbelief. There is the, it does exist where twins marry twins and then they have siblings, they have children. And then those children are technically like biologically siblings Mm -hmm. and they look exactly alike. Yeah. It's creepy. Like that could be the plot point, but the twins are the separated twins. I don't know. I'm just reaching. Then those are just siblings getting together. Oh yeah. Okay. There's the gross hole. I would... The whole thing's going to be gross. Um, I would like to see it with twins, male twins. I want to see boys do this. Oh. Because the reason why, I I think boys don't actually care. I think that's why they never did it with boys before. Because they're like, nobody's going to believe that boys actually care for their parents to be happy. It was like, I feel like boys would actually want their parents to be happy and love each other. So I heard that shit all the time, raising a boy. Oh, what are you going to do when you're older? You don't have a, you don't have the nurtured gendered child and it was like fuck you my son cares about me fuck you <laughs> wait wait basically like no one's gonna take care of you because you had a boy uh-huh oh my god yeah are uh, you gonna try for a girl so that way you have someone to like have in your life well because when your son gets married he joins the other family they don't bring her to you in theory i mean that's true in some families but my paternal grandparents are the ones that were here helping raise us um just saying yeah i would like to see male twin boys do this so that we can like turn that around like yeah but i would also like to see like some sort of like nuance in like personality where they have to be completely different like yeah like i would rather like, like like one twin is gay yeah like flamboyantly gay or like non binary and then and then they have to like like is that is that the other one the football player but is that offensive though where you're just like okay this character you guys are like this one's the foot like you said the football captain and this one's like the captain of the av club of av club and now you have to like completely be different people in order for this plan to work kind of like a freaky friday yeah, yeah, like Freaky Friday, but yeah, Parent like Trap. Freaky Friday, but Parent Trap. I was gonna, I was gonna suggest Let's going. This, guys. Wait, going one, one further and making it she's the man Parent Trap. So Yo! twins, twins, but different genders, and then oh, they both. Yes. Just... Is that too Karen, outdated? Is that? I don't know. I love that. But I feel so like the much parent... though, she's the man. I don't know if I should. It's she's, but I do. It's she's the man meets ladybugs meets parent trap meets Freaky Friday, mm-hmm. and also I want to make it the captain of the. I'm gonna just gonna go out on a limb. It's gonna be the gay v club because it's yeah. the av club, but they're all gay. Yeah, yeah. I love that for you. Yes, yeah. um, or like Glee. Yes, or, or like just... Glee. And then like they have to sing, but like they think Drama that they can't club. sing, but then they have an amazing voice. Mm-hmm. 
they're and like then, oh no they're like but you always wanted the solo before and they're like okay I guess I'll try and then <laughs> it's like Troy Bolton in yeah. a musical where he's like I only sing in the shower and he's like has pipes <laughs> um like, pipe too Carly yes what were you can we talk about how the mom just broke out into song when they were walking through the park into like a full song she's like voice that was just written in her contract she's like hey so i have a really good voice and i want to make sure that i can have more movies where i can show off this voice i will require a solo she only did like one more movie after that and then she retired wait are we still years later Maureen O'Hara. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She did, and she kind of lived sort of a quiet life until she died. Like, like it was wow. when she died. Of course, like when every celebrity of my childhood dies, I was in the car listening to NPR, and they read her obituary. But it wasn't like the frenzy that I had expected it to be. And then when I when I was like looking back at her filmography, it was like, oh, she wasn't really present for like modern era because i think she died in she died in 2015 thank you you have this whole generation that has no idea who she is so that there there wasn't this like overwhelming sadness like there was like when tony bennett just died right because gaga made bennett more relevant again for that generation so but i like our movie idea for the update Mm -hmm. I also think that maybe they should try and make the, the kids biracial as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Because, like, because if you're going to make it racist, make it actually racist. Thank you. <laughs> for <your hands. laughs> like, like, if there's a reason they can't be together, give like, me a real reason. It's like, Jesus. I don't want to be with you because you're a stupid white bitch. And like, I don't want to be with you because you played professional football. But I think like in my head, I'm like, I want the twins to not be necessarily identical. They just are ethnically ambiguous enough Mm -hmm. that the world sees them the same. same. Mm -hmm. Because they do the whole, they all look the same concept. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. really, we're like, but those are two different people. Those are absolutely two different people. 100%. Hundred percent. Like, they just look like a wig. God, Carly, how are you? And he'd be like, "I'm, I'm Becca." Yeah, Yeah. exactly, exactly. I'm just like, because I think that would be really interesting. All right, well, we're gonna have a planning meeting to flush out this idea. (laughs) Give me your twenty-three and me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need me. to present your 23 and me. I need, right I need to pair them side by side where it's like, oh my God, that's how they find out that they have a sibling that is full blood because they've done the 23 and me and that the ancestry.com. And then it's like, we found you a relative and it's like sibling. And you're like, the fuck? Yep. I mean, that happens. That happens a lot. Happen. It happens a lot. I I know I shouldn't love it as much as I do, but it's like you can't lie. Stop lying to people, and the truth will come out. He could still do this movie, but it the premise would not be to like get your parents back together, it in like a romantic way. It would mm-hmm. be get your parents back together so they could finally have to tell the truth. Yes. Oh yes, that's better. It's like yeah. I want you two to tell us what happened. Yes. Stop the lying. Okay. Yeah. The lying ends now. That's the end of the movie is they make them tell them the truth. And they're yeah. like, thank you. Was that so hard? The end. Cause that's my favorite thing about like, like when people lie about public records, I'm like, you know that I can find the truth out, right? 
because yeah. there's this little thing called the Freedom of Information Act. <laughs> yeah. Especially in California. Okay, so I fucking loved this movie as a kid. And honestly, up until like, I don't know, recently had literally no idea, even with the opening credits, that it was the same girl until I was like, I don't know, 25. <laughs> so embarrassing. Halfway through the movie yesterday, Corey was like, that's the same girl. And I was like, yep. I was like, but it's like they did. A, he didn't watch the credits. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he came in like partially way through and i was like i'm just gonna keep watching this real quick they are so long the credits i loved so i the loved it cherub. the textiles it was fun to think about the person who was in charge of the crafting for yeah, the yeah 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 They're but like, they were so long they rick rack and the little was on point the little cherubs the little chubby cherubs yes. they're so cute okay ladies i need you to tell me tell our friends at home where they can find you and they can support your work online carly why don't you go first Sure. If you want to hear me talk about home organization tips and tricks and all things in that realm, you can follow me on Instagram um, or any other social media presence besides Twitter at Tidy Revival. Um, and I'm a teacher. So if you want to support me, I have my Amazon storefront. <laughs> yeah. My Amazon link listed in my Instagram. We're going to uh, put that um, in the, we're going to link that in the show notes so people can help support your classroom because fucking fund teachers. My Instagram handle is maestra, M-A-E-S-T-R-A dot Montez, M-O-T-E, M-O-N-T-E-S. Can't even spell my last name um, on Instagram. And friends, we're going to link everything in the show notes so that way you can learn more about Carly's work. Second thing, again, support Becca's classroom, support teachers. To te teachers deserve funding. They deserve to be able to teach what they need to teach. Stop banning books. Okay, y'all. <laughs> there was a, a reimagining of the parent trap concept since we've recorded this episode. And it's a movie musical called Dick's the Musical. And while I haven't watched it yet, my movie circle has deemed it not good. I don't know if I'm going to take the plunge for myself. We'll see. We'll see. I do love a musical, but also I, it, who knows, right? Like, do we even have time to waste on bad movies, especially right now, as I'm trying to get through all the Academy Award Best Picture nominations? Pop Culture Makes Me Jealous is written and edited by me, your host. And if you're new around here, I'm a writer, artist, and podcast host based in California. When I'm not recording Pop Culture Makes Me Jealous, I'm facilitating the Jelly Pops Book Club, making products for my cute little gift shop, all while experiencing existential dread because what the fuck is this hellscape we're currently living in? If you want more of the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Julia Washington. There's several tiers to choose from. We have a screen club that meets every other month to talk about the latest in pop culture, as well as one bonus episode a month. We have higher level tiers as well. So head on over, take a look, see what might be the right fit for you. And if you are also continuously experiencing existential dread, and are seeking company of those who have um, chosen to center themselves in community rather than individualism, we're probably going to be the spot for you. It's going to be a great time. We have so much fun. 
Friends, thanks for tuning in, y'all. Until next time.